Welcome to the Legends and Masters Show, everyone. I'm your host, Tom Wheeler, and I'm very excited to introduce our guest today. He is a legendary actor, writer, comedian, and producer. Uh, you may know him from his stand-up specials, his performances on TV and movies like the classics Police Academy and Spaceballs. Welcome the man of 10,000 sound effects himself, the legendary Michael Winslow, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what's up y'all how y'all doing man what's going on man this is this is awesome this is a we're, we're just trying to get the camera all squared away we, we had all kinds of audio stuff trying to get stuff to go but it's working out <laughs> yeah always uh, minor technology stuff going on going crazy <laughs> oh, i thought i froze for a second sorry yeah he was like uh oh <laughs> i know minor technology is best so uh and you never know we've got some fun tricks and surprises along the way here. So yes, we'll be doing a, an interview with uh, Michael himself here. And uh, I imagine there's gonna be some interesting sounds as we go along here. God, I, hope um, so. I really, <laughs> really, really, really do hope so. Yeah, we're hoping we're hoping. Uh, so sir, I imagine like uh, normally you'd be out performing in, in public in person. Uh, I know you've been trying to adjust a lot of things. What have you been kind of uh, doing for this adjustment period, so to speak? Well, we're readjusting home uh, to deal with the uh, reality of social media, yeah. the reality of the social media income. That's the thing, man. We're dealing with it. We're dealing with an internet income now, so we're trying to try and deal with the, with things. Uh, live will come back in a, a year, two years, maybe 2021, 2022. Uh, but yeah. for for now, it, it's all what you can create at home. Uh, this is it. This is this is it for a lot of folks. It, yeah. it is what it is. And I'm sorry, man. What? 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 Yeah. It's my son's cat. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. What? Well, it's even, even right. the cat's like, why are y'all here? Why aren't you going out and bringing home whatever that stuff is you bring back in bags? By the way, what's a bag? <laughs> whatever it is, I want what's in it. <laughs> so that's, that's what's up. I mean, even the animals are going, hey, do, you, do they have an animal, Dr. Phil? Yeah. You know, and, and as we go through here, too, I like, uh, you know, going through your story here, I also like to play little games with you as you go along. So feel free to uh, jump in on these as you see pictures and things like that pop up. Sure. Cool. Sure. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so uh, you're very, very well known uh, uh, for many things. Who, <laughs> who, who here? And uh, I, I love man, many performances you've done with uh, the legend Jimmy himself. Oh, yeah. Man. I. That's one of those one of those things that when, when you grow up, you know, you don't, you don't know what it is you don't know what it is that's influencing you until later in life. You know, I remember yeah. my dad bought me a, a, a he bought me those Jimi Hendrix records to, to to go with his record player. He had bought me because he went to um radio radio snatch. Remember them? Uh, oh. He bought me a, he bought me a, some realistic speakers, some realistic you know turntable, and I had to put it all together myself. No boxes for the speakers, but one of the records he gave me was Jimi Hendrix Band of Gypsies. He didn't know what it was he was buying. He had no idea what it was he was buying. He, he, probably, he probably would have preferred an Earth, Wind, and Fire or Uriah Heap or something, you know? Yeah. yeah. Or a Hotel record, something. But he, I don't think he wanted me to have Jimi Hendrix because it changed everything. And when I yeah. discovered Cheech and Chong records, it was oh, man. over. Yeah. It was <laughs> over. I mean, Firesign, it, huh? Firesign Theater, yes, of course. Firesign Theater and, and, and uh, Hudson and Landry, you know, those, those guys, yeah. But, but when Cheech and Chong showed up, man, it was over. Hey man, what's happening, man? Yeah. Hey, far out, man. Hey man, what you doing that, man? What you do that for, man? I don't know, man. <laughs> that's dead. Uh, well, speaking of which, I mean, uh, yeah, that's, that's cool, man. Got you like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you you were in uh, two of their movies. Oh and, God, I have an afro. <laughs> Dude, well, oh my so, God, show that picture uh, again. You, you know, you know who's in that picture? It, it. That's me, Tommy Chong, and John Stedman, uh, the yeah, old man that laughed at everything. Laughed at everything, yeah. <laughs> and the guy sitting, a guy sitting across from him, uh, yeah. was a guy he played a junkie who was wearing a bathrobe in a welfare office in a bathrobe, no underwear, with yeah. a cig with a cigarette in his hand, and the yeah. ash was this long. The ash <laughs> was this long, and so he just kept. <laughs> just and then he would burn himself in the leg, go, ah! and the old man would go. <laughs> and that was and that was the scene. It, it, that that was not written, by the way. That was that was all improv. All, I was going to ask, you know, uh, what no you guys no really? script. Wow. No script. Uh, um, they had cartoons. They had storyboard cartoons about what they wanted to do. And they'd place us and they'd get it. They'd have it within three, four takes. They'd have it. 
Really? Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That's very, very Charlie Chaplin-esque. Very Charlie Chaplin, man. Very cool. Yeah. Jeff Bob Chaplin used to direct. How, how did you how did you kind of get into that that did they hear like uh was an audition or did you did they see some of your your stand-up or or uh, performance on I, tv yeah they've seen some of my stand-up i was i was in uh i was in one of those san francisco big laugh-off things um okay yeah that was that was that was weird man it was me a whitney brown mike davis marcia warfield and dana carvey Really? Wow. That's and Marsha beat us. Mar Marsha beat all of us. <laughs> Go figure. San Francisco. San Francisco, you know. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and and a, a Whitney Brown went on to SNL and Mike Davis went on to Sugar Babies yeah. and and Dana Carvey is Dana Carvey. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I make noises. It's, it's that's right, for a living. Well, I mean, one of your, your first uh TV performances on the gong show, right? Oh god. Yeah. That was uh that was back in nineteen swarm around there. Yeah, it's somewhere around there. You remember the 19th that? floor around there? Y'all remember yes. that? You remember the 19th floor like that, right? Yeah, I mean for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh but, yeah, uh, I remember that. that. That was uh that was the first professional anything I'd ever done. I was living on the beach wow. in Venice Beach. I was living on the on the beach in Venice. And wow, really? Uh that's a whole different thing, man, because right about then was when I think the Warriors had just come out. So yeah, they were yeah. going around harassing people, you know, try, you know, when the homeless people, when all the musicians would try to sleep on the, you know, on the boardwalk, oh, you know, man, the, really? the gang members would, 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 would paint their faces and be like the warriors and they'd harass the crud out of us. Oh, man. Yeah, man. I remember that warriors had an effect on me. And also I remember that year when all that stuff happened, that was when John Lennon, 1980, he got killed. Yeah. And I remember, I remember yeah. finally getting a house to live in. I remember finally getting a house to live in with roommates and one of, one of our friends from the restaurant walked in and he was drunk out of his mind because he said John Lennon had gotten killed. Oh and man. I remember I remember when that happened. I remember when that happened because I just finally gotten you know I just I just I was I finally took the gong show money and bought myself a nineteen sixty nine Mercury Cougar and slept in that oh, for really? a while. <laughs> yeah man with three fifty one Cleveland engine. Yeah baby stuff happened around the same time and wow and it, it it was weird because a couple of years like like a year or two before that Lenny was in LA for his wild weekend and he came to this restaurant that I'd oh, worked at. Right. He came to this restaurant that I worked at and a friend of mine named uh, David, David Bloom was a musician. He was a musician and he oh. ran into Lennon and Lennon came to our restaurant, which was back then it was the great American food and beverage company. Okay. And this is the place where you had to audition to, to get the job. All the waiters and waitresses and bus boys, uh, bartenders and cooking staff all had to audition. They were musicians. They were, they were, they were singers. They were jugglers. They were comedians. They were magical uh, performers. They were they were they were mimes, everything, and you had to audition to even get to be a busboy, because because really? even the cooks had their own punk band. They were called the Flies, F L Y Z. <laughs> oh man! So, so, so everybody job. performed. Everybody everybody had to perform, and it was all uh, it was like a Renaissance fair under a roof. That's a, that's amazing. I mean, you didn't all, all that. hands. No 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 knives or forks. It was all by hand. It was all big feasts on big planks of wood, with with, with fruits and vegetables and ribs and and like like something you would see at at at, at Balthazar's feast or something. You know, <laughs> that's wild. Yeah so yeah. You, and we all we all had to audition, and that's when I ran into everybody. That's that's and, amazing. And Lennon, I mean, Lennon came in there. He came into that place, and and really? he, I, I guess he he and my friend David had, had gotten a real conversation. They started talking to each other, and I could only hear pieces of it because I was I was his busboy, so. <laughs> All like the only piece of it I got was one thing that Lennon did tell David was, when it comes to writing music, in terms of being a songwriter, always write another. That's the key to it all. Write always write another. <laughs> who knew? Who knew? <laughs> I think he's onto something there. Yeah, he, he was. He was. He was right, man. But, but, but that that had an effect on me. And then I remember uh, when, when Great American became Poppy Star, which was in the Valley. So you had to do the same thing, but but yet but you worked in the valley. Uh, all the folks from uh, Universal used to come over. All the casting people from Universal used to come and listen to us and watch people. They pulled Billy Cat. I think he's he auditioned there. Oh, really? uh, 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 Married with Children. Uh, 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 Katie Seagal worked there. Um, yeah, really? Oh, okay. Uh, uh, wow. All of us, because uh, Glenn Larson used to come in there and pull people out of there to put in BJ and the Bear and Sheriff Lobo and Knight Rider and you know I ran into yeah. a lot of folks. I ran into a lot of folks um, just by working there. Just by working there, and what, my, what, first, my first my first pilot was a Glenn Larson production called uh, Nightside, where only only the stuff that happens at night, only the night shift people, only the right. night shift people. Yeah, only. 
it, it, and it was insane the stuff that would happen at three four in the morning because because you know ambulance companies would jump each other's claims and they get into fights over it and cops have oh, their man. jurisdiction the fire department had their jurisdiction but then you have then you have what you call these these gypsy ambulances that, that, would, that would jump each other's claims you know and that's that's stuff oh, that goes man. on for real man oh, it was man. great doug mcclure uh, myself michael d roberts from beretta he was rooster really yeah, yeah so running, running everybody and, and what kind of when you started out it was a, like, it was a drama i i had no idea how to help do a drama i was a comedian i couldn't do a freaking drama <laughs> i learned fast yeah just being around all, all that different the different oh, yeah. talent right yeah and then then uh after that the white shadow um noises uh, can you imagine me coming into the improv or the comedy store bringing a bunch of noises yeah <laughs> yeah that was over. It went over like a fart in a Catholic church, man. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> not good. The father's not gonna like that. <laughs> you know, getting your own, getting your own style, though. I mean, I don't can't think oh, of did. many other other people doing that. Well, I, I decided, you know, since they didn't want me in there making noises, because it, it it really was weird, because the audience didn't know they were going, what the? They didn't know what to make of it. So they, they said, enough of you. You're you're gone. So I said, I'll play every other club in existence. Yeah. So I did. I did. I played the Comedy Magic Club, the Golden Bear, uh, the Comedy Magic Club, Hermosa Beach, the Ice House in Pasadena, uh, the Laugh Stop in the Valley back when it existed. Yeah, I played them all, man, and ran into Skip Stevenson, ran into Jay Leno, ran into Byron wow. Allen, ran into uh, uh, Ju Judy Tenuta, ran into Emo Phillips. Uh, you know, I just saw everybody. Everybody went through these places. And then, and, and San Francisco is a whole different thing because, you know, they were the Holy City Zoo. And then there was uh, Bob Ayer's yeah. The Other Cafe, you know, where, where everybody who, who, who couldn't get into, who couldn't get into the, uh, who couldn't get, get into the punchline played the other places. So he ran to Robin there too. I must say, Robin was yeah. one of the, one of the few people that was really nice to me at, at the store. He seems like he would have, was an he amazing was. guy. And uh, wow. Paulie Shore was really nice to me too, but that was later, wow. later, later back, back because Sam oh, and I wait. came up, me and Kennison came up together. That was a long time wow. ago, man. Sam yeah. almost got me killed a couple of times. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> Any interesting uh, stories you could tell there? Sure, but but I but I ended up I ended up playing all those other places and it ended up being being fine. So later on in life, wow. when I when I finally did uh, audition again at the store and I finally did get in, um, you know, Missy thought it was the weirdest thing she'd ever seen, but it was funny. Okay. So I still didn't still didn't get no times out of it though. But that's really? okay. That's all right. It, it's okay because everybody had their favorites, you know. I um, see. It's, it's okay. weird when comedians sit in the back. When the comedians sit in the back, and 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 they're watching the audience watch the comedian. That's where the stuff happens, man. Because interesting. Uh, see, sometimes the comedians will laugh if it's a really funny joke they haven't heard. But if it's funny and if it's flowing, instead of laughing, we go, "That's funny." Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had, yeah. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like a who, who's the, who's, the, who's the, the African guy that that did the um. The, the, the African comedian, uh, Mustafa. Remember him? Oh, my name is Mustafa. Mustafa. You're American. I love the way you, 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 you're American. You're very funny. <laughs> you, you tell jokes. Yeah. You American tell them jokes. You tell a joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then, then, then he would do the thing, presenting Mustafa. The eyes would applaud. He'd walk up and he'd go, shut up. <laughs> it's like, wow. He stole that from Prince. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's right. But but noises is what got me in trouble and also got me out of trouble. So I, I couldn't play some places, but I got to play all the other ones. It's amazing. And you know, just you know, what kind of inspired now you everybody to makes take noises. that path? What what inspired you to take that path? Uh, because I grew up with it, man. Um, that was my way of communication. Now I didn't I didn't I didn't get along too good in improv class. I must say that the Harvey Limbeck uh, did not like me making noise. <laughs> Hey, cut out, youngster! What's the matter with you? You're never gonna get me where you make those stupid noises, youngster. <laughs> youngster. Meanwhile, and meanwhile, but nobody would take Robin's class. Nobody wanted to be in Robin's class because he'd take over the class, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd imagine. I mean, he, yeah. he would get into an argument with Harvey. He get into an argument. He would argue with him in five different dialects. We're oh going, Holy shit! I can't do that, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I ain't taking Harvey. I'm not going to Robin's class. Not gonna happen. That's that's too quick, right? Too too. Uh, God, yeah. He would, he would argue. He would argue with him. He would argue with Harvey in five languages, man. That's insane. Yeah, that's uh -huh. nuts. Yeah, the Mork and Mindy audition was 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 notoriously. You know, uh, everybody knew the, the Mork and Mindy audition, man. Because because you got you understand there are a lot of folks read for that. I I couldn't you know because I wasn't I wasn't Robin, 
Um, I, I see, yeah. But there were a lot of folks that, you know, that, 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 that um, had that style. A lot of folks, you know, that, that used their improv style. Jack Marion was one of the comedians. Oh, I don't know if you remember. Oh. Yeah, Jack, yeah. Jack Marion. Think of him as a, I have to say this, a Caucasian Richard Pryor. Right. Okay, yeah, that's, that's, a, good, that's a good way to word it, yeah. Yes, yes, that's, that was, man, Jack Marion was brutal. He, he and Robin were, were, were right on the par, right at, right at the same, right at the same level. So that stuff affected wow. And then, and then watching uh, Gary Muldeer, you know, with his guitar, uh, had a, had a, had a, had a, he turned his guitar, his acoustic into a bow and arrow. Yeah. <laughs> and almost, almost hit Carson with that, with that arrow. I remember oh, that. Oh, man. man. Wow. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Getting close. <laughs> but those, those, are my, those are some of my stand-up days, but mine are different because um, a lot of the clubs did not want me in there because I, because I was making noises. One. The second thing yeah. is. Uh, I brought a, I brought a, a writer with me, a, a tour, a, a production writer, and they hated it. Really? Oh. Yeah, because that means a projection screen in a comedy club. Are you kidding me? Oh, interesting. I would, yeah. How do you want a projection screen? Oh, just need a microphone and a, and a stand and a freaking speaker. Yeah, do what everybody else does, right? Yeah, I, I just you they not only you not only in, in, in you know impersonate and imitate many things, but uh, many you know like famous people. I, I, I thought um, one that re really got me uh, when you just mentioned him, um, Richard Pryor, I thought uh, your impression of him was just spot on. Well, yeah, sometimes I do Richard Pryor. Sometimes I go, Oh, y'all crazy. Y'all going to kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I had those Richard Pryor records. You know, oh, yeah. look here, boy. I believe you got potential. <laughs> y'all crazy. Mo. Don't kick my ass. <laughs> it, it's amazing. It, it's amazing. I, I, I like you know, kind of go back to more like your origin story, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you kind of you know, growing up wise at uh, you know Spokane, Washington, at, at Fair was it Fairchild Air Air Force Base? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Go there. Some old school picks. I mean, that. Yeah, had my, my my dad flew at uh, KC one thirty five. Really? Those are those. Uh, what you said. Those are those are sky lifters. What you're looking at. Um, but he yeah. flew. He flew the, the the refueling tankers. The things they had to refuel. Wow. The, the heavy lifters. The the Lockheeds and the Tristars and and the converted L1011s. And you have to understand. Um, uh, like a 737 converted 730s. You have to understand these. Uh, these. Uh, these KC-135 tankers were the workhorse. You know, for decades, and dozens of you know, decades and decades and decades. And he flew them. We flew them. I mean, we lived in Montana, That's man. Amazing. Montana is a place where, 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 where it's a mosquito resort, man. I mean, in the winter time, it's <laughs> yeah. You might feel that. That was the summertime. <laughs> oh man, That's man, pretty rough. And every few seconds. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy. When you look back to an active runway, things happen. Yeah, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, I'll play a little game with you while we're okay. while we got some good things going here. Uh, I'm gonna pop up a, 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 a like a half dozen different pictures here, and I'll uh, leave the pictures up and have you just go to work. All right. All right. Here we go. is a wolf <laughs> and then we got boom well that's this is too damn easy all right hang on yeah, yeah. Um, a couple layups for you one chicken <laughs> Ooh, change the station here Let's 
I know you got one for this. Okay. Sorry, that's 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 an air horn. Yeah. <laughs> what five? What five? Amazing. I, I had to give you a couple of layouts just to warm it up and then <laughs> Klingons are not far to extrapolate odor. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what you uh, you look a little a uh, little hungry there, so uh get a little order for you. Um welcome, can I take your order, please? Welcome to Long John Service, can I take your order, please? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, do you guys have the chicken legs or the chicken peg legs? Or hey, we don't sell chicken peg legs anymore. We don't call them that anymore because it was uh, it was considered discriminatory. <laughs> hey, the chicken peg legs are discriminatory. <laughs> yeah, man. Is there anything else? Hey, man, where's the checkers doom? So this is Taco Bell. Can you just piss off? <laughs> That's amazing, man. Oh my gosh, unbelievable, unbelievable. Imagine Arnold trying to go to, 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 to take away. I need to play some water. Tell me. Bring it to the top Tell me. Oh, man. That was, that was dead on. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I didn't even do my own impression. Oh, you know, you know, this is like, you know, it's not a taco, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's not tacos, you know. They're in the car together, right? Or a helicopter. That's amazing. Give me two of the same thing. Yeah, you can imagine them doing that, too. That's the crazy part. You know, they, they had to write Expendables 3 just so, so Arnold could justify saying it. He never, he never said get the chopper in any movie. They wrote that so he could actually justify saying it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that? Got a point. Yeah. Got a he point. never actually said it. He, we just we just think he did. Right. It's kind of like, uh, yeah. I don't think, I don't think um, Spencer Tracy ever said, joop de joop de joop de. He never said it. It's just, it's just in someone everybody's head. Uh, and I'm gonna. I like to keep things uh, not linear because that gets boring. So we're gonna kind of bounce around, make keep bounce around, bounce all you like, man. Awesome, awesome. Uh, you, haven't made any, go... you haven't made any noises yet either. What was that? You haven't made any noises at all yet either. Me? Yeah. Uh, what? Do I, I got the guitar ready. In, in, <laughs> that in will, a that'll do. That'll do. That'll... We'll, we'll get that in a minute. I I, I did want to uh, uh, jump into this uh, this because this. Amazing. I have and I have some of my own questions. We got people that also email things in and stuff like that. So I'll bring up some fan questions as well. Um, and that is the police academy franchise. What was your question? Uh, it's just it's so just amazing. Kind of, uh, you want Terminator? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That works there too. Where are my snacks? Yeah. <laughs> the Terminator. Uh, so they, um, uh oh, you got another visitor, right? She wants the, she wants, uh, when you come home, a cat wants what y'all got. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes. What, what's that? What's that? Charlie Steakhouse? Yeah, man. Pull off some of that cheese. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I wanted to bring up some uh, fan questions regarding because it's amazing. I think it's also testament. There's seven. There's seven movies plus a TV series. Uh, yes. And it's it's. I think it's testament to your. You know, you're in all all of them. Thank you. I, I thank you. And I thank you all for watching. And I, I, I deeply appreciate every, every single person who has given me the life that I have, you know, with, with, with your, your support and everything else and coming to see me over the years. Um, we have a life and a lifestyle because um, you enabled that for me. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it, it being in all seven of those, it's testament to your, you know, how amazing you are with your skills, of course, professionalism and, and personality. I think that kind of rubs off on everybody. Uh, so there's some, uh, different questions that were popping in, so I'll, I'll bring those up. Uh, one question was uh, there was talks of possibly in another movie. Uh, any um, ideas? The with last that? I'd heard about that was there was an actual working script and there was a production team in place and there was a whole thing to prepare. But Warner Brothers had to give it the go-ahead. But I don't know what happened between the production and AT&T buying warner brothers so i have no idea what's going oh, on with this yeah movie. you forget and you remember how long it took for the whole aol thing to straighten out <laughs> yeah yeah you gotta, who knows yeah, it, it, yeah that uh, that's that's i know some folks who are still on aol okay um uh, in fact i know some folks are on myspace right now it, it went back to the musicians they got it back they but, got, yeah, yeah. But, but in terms of academy, I'm, I'm, I know that there was a script ready for pre-production, ready for ready to, to go into launch. But uh, it's an internal matter. Gotcha. Unfortunately, okay. Um, another one that was uh, emailed in, uh, question-wise for regarding police academy, is uh, you know again how that your character uh, Larvell Jones, uh, later Sergeant uh, Lar- <laughs> uh, he graduated. But uh, how, uh, the question here is, how did you? How much liberty it says did you have playing with that character? Well, uh, there were there were a lot of liberties because uh, the original, I was not in the original script. I wasn't in the original Neil Israel Pat Proft script. Oh, wow. uh, it was it, I was added as a rewrite uh, by Hugh Wilson. Um, wow. Hugh Wilson was the director who, who who was going to be directing this 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 little nothing film from nowhere, which had a five point seven million dollar budget. Which in wow. Canadian dollars works out to six, seven something, a seven point something. At the time, because of the um, uh, exchange rate of 25% less, so you ended up getting 25%, 25 cents on the dollar for every dollar. So that little $5.7 million movie became, you know, and, and it was the yeah. last it was the last movie in, in, a, in a production pack that was being dissolved because it didn't work. Um, Police Academy got all the other films out of out of out of out of out of, uh, out of debt because there were five wow. other films that that were that were that were that were that were part of the lad company's uh production one of them was called uh, dorothy stratton story star 80. the other one was called uh, a film with john glenn called the right stuff really the rocket movie and that yeah. and and it was expensive as hell man and 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 those movies did not do well and this was the last movie in 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 the chain that was going to be it from what i understand and that movie academy ended up putting the other ones pulling all the ones out out of debt and made a profit that's that's unbelievable i don't don't know this nothing film that that people said "Eh, it's nothing it's another porkies wrong oh i hear you're right big time big time it had a big animal animal house in the police station basically is what you had (laughs) <laughs> yeah, basically. What was it like working on set with everybody? Everybody's oh, you know, amazing characters. Well, I completely forgot I had an afro. Um, <laughs> um, it, it, it was great. Wow. And 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 the thing is, uh, I asked somebody what 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 that said, you know, and and it says music. Really? Oh, yeah. really? Uh, I like I said, I'm gonna go ahead and, and check that again. But but I I had, the thing is there were we shot the scene twice. We had to shoot it twice. Really? Okay. Um, because the first time they shot it, um, we had a strike, I believe. Oh wow! Because that was Academy Two. Uh, that was from Academy Two. Because when yeah. Academy Two, something happened, and and the first director was gone. The second director, which ended up being a Jerry Paris, came in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. First director was a James Signorelli. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and then Jerry yeah. Paris came in, and we had to shoot that scene twice. And one of them, one of one of the headbands, the first time said one thing and then this says something else so 
so there there was a lot of what you call continuity. There's a there's there's always somebody sitting there with it with a giant script and and a bunch of notes. That's the continuity director. And she's gotcha. always sitting there going, uh, this what does this say? Because I got to write this down. So there was a lot. A lot of, we got a lot of letters about what it said. And a lot of people saying that it was upside down. And, you know, there's all there's all oh, there's no. so many different ways. There's so many different ways to get it wrong. But we got lucky. Yeah. yeah. Another thing I was uh, emailed in about it, uh, question wise, is uh, it's a little vague, but I guess for the whole franchise or in particular the first one. But it says here the uh, you know any interesting stories making the film that kind of always kind of pop in your head. Oh, there's always those. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I learned on a movie set is no practical jokes. Um, just don't, just, just don't do it because really? some of these folks, some of these folks are pros at it. You know, I, I heard about what happened on the Clooney set, man. You're right. <laughs> I heard, I heard all about that. You just don't do it. Don't, don't, don't mess with, with, with Clooney or Pitt because, because George, he'll, he'll spend weeks getting you back. Yeah. Uh, yeah Bubba, I, Smith, I Bubba Smith was like that. You know, that's the kind of person who will get into your, get into your hotel room and, and put a, a, a bucket of ice water on the, um, on on the top of the on the top of the door as it sits, just just right at the oh really the top top edge of the door you take a bucket of ice water and you put it right on the edge so it just sits there, and that's just and that's in the bathroom. Oh man! <laughs> and, then, and it's dark, and you're not going to see it. So when you walk into your into your into your hotel room, you head straight for the bathroom, and that bucket of ice water is waiting for when you move that oh, door. Man. Oh yeah, so oh. Bubba said, "Y'all go ahead." Y'all won't go ahead and mess with me because I used to be with the NFL. Y'all kiss my ass. <laughs> come on, come on, go ahead. Y'all want to mess with me? Uh, uh-uh, no, no, no. no See, no, Bubba, no. Bubba could take one hand and put it around my neck and be able to touch his fingers. Oh my goodness! And, he's and, like and, six seven or something crazy so like that. Put his hand around my neck and was able to touch his fingers, and he says, "You know, you ain't gotta make these noises all the time." <laughs> I got the hit. I got. I got, I got it. But yeah, the, he he pulls. He told me some of the practical jokes. He pulled uh, Bubba pulled some stuff on Billy Martin. It was pretty, oh, pretty right. bad. Yeah, yeah, he talked about how Billy, Billy they had been out partying. They had been drinking the night before, and Billy was actually on, he was actually down on the on the on the field, laying on the bench. You know, he he was he was just recovering because they had been drinking all night. So Bubba got he went on ahead and uh, got a, a a jar of uh, of strawberry jam and some Tabasco sauce. Oh. And, yeah. Yeah. So he while while Billy was asleep, you know, hanging out there, he he put um he put strawberry jam on his on his hand on, on Billy Martin's hand because he's asleep. He didn't he, he's he's just you know yeah. he's just laying there, man. So Bubba put um he put he put he put strawberry jam on his on his fingers and his hand all over his hand and just he did nothing didn't wake up. So then he took the Tabasco sauce and he put it on his lips. While, oh, while, 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 while Billy was laying there, you know, not, you know, <laughs> hangover, hangover recovered, man. So he put, he, he put the Tabasco sauce on his, on his lips and he didn't lick. He did nothing. He just sat there. So Bubba just, okay, fine. So then the, he took a, he, he just took a, you know, a feather or something. He just kept messing with his. Oh, until. Just messing with his nose. He finally went. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. Got him. Tell you, Bubba. <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man, that's a really weird thing. jokes. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Brad Pitt and Clooney. I'm sure they got theirs, but I ain't messed with none of them. Not even Cheadle. Wouldn't mess with Cheadle. Don't do it. No, no, no. <laughs> oh man. Now, anybody, uh, anybody can be a Cheadle. black. Anybody can do a black Cockney accent. You don't mess with. Yeah, yeah. You got a point. You got. Um, I got no, a, 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 kung fu. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was at one of the rush hours, right? Yeah, man. His yeah. Kung fu, he, he played uh, he, 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 Jackie Chan's brother. He, he trained Jackie Chan's brother's character. Trained him. That, that's why. Oh, that's, that's why they couldn't beat each other. <laughs> that was great. That was awesome. <laughs> Uh, you I hear guess. you hear these noises when you, when, you, when you make sounds. You hear that like a soundtrack. So to me, it all plays like a soundtrack in my head. Same thing with uh, Back to the Future Part Three, when I got to be Michael J. Fox's feet. Oh, that! Are oh, you in? I was going to ask. Like, you got to I be was, his, I was feet. his feet. I was Michael Fox's feet. Really? What scene? Uh, what scene was that? I, I knew you were in saloon it. Scene. Go back and look at Back to the Future Part Three. Go to the saloon scene, where 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 they're shooting at his feet to make him dance. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I was his feet. 
Steven Spielberg had me come in on a giant soundstage and just do Michael J. Fox's feet. Oh, man. That's it. That's it. I, I, and the big soundstage, it took me 17 minutes, but I got it because a Foley stage would have taken the whole day. I'd, I'd get it, I'd, I'd it down to 17 minutes because the scene is uh, he's got Reebok pump Reebok pump shoes on and it's 1899. Right. Yeah. You go, what in the hell your name, boy? Uh, Clean Eastwood. What in the hell kind of stupid name is that? Dance! <laughs> That's when Biff was shooting at his feet. Yeah, so, yeah. I looked at the footage before we started. I, I, li I listened to the guide track and I looked at the guide track. Michael Michael J. Fox was actually beatboxing Billy Jean in the scene. And they cut yes. it out. Yeah. He was actually beatboxing and he was doing a whole he did a whole Michael Jackson thing with a pirouette, the whole thing. Really? He, yeah, yeah, yeah. At that point. He actually the actual original track, he was actually beatboxing Billy Jean while he was doing the whole thing. So I snuck it back in. <laughs> oh, with the the squeaks. The part when they made him dance, he did a whole thing. He had that I put, vibe. I was like, I, I was gonna say, I put, back, I put the beatbox noise of him back. I put Billy G back in there. You guys all gotta check out that scene again. And, and, then, and then, and then, when he does the whole thing with the oh, and he hits the spittoon, the spittoon goes up in the air and oh, hits Biff. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah! You gutter snap, piece of gutter trash, and his gun jammed. Guy goes, you better run, squirrel, and a fox takes off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's amazing. That's that's what I love. And then that's yeah. when that's when that's when Doctor Brown shows up with 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 with, with that uh, periscope, uh, uh, long range rifle with the periscope on it. Yeah, off, Tanner, I can get you for a thousand yards. <laughs> that's dead on. It's it's amazing. That's why I love having having uh, guests like amazing people like you on the show. Is you get to hear these cool little little things that. Maybe people not would know otherwise. Like I would never would have guessed that was the exact scene that you were working on. And I love how weird, you worked that, that back in. That's amazing. I, I, I stuck it back in. Nobody seemed to notice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to another game for you here. Okay. Uh, this is the background, the background. Uh, uh, so imagine you're whatever you see here, that's where you're at. All right, here we go. First one. <sighs> Leave the screen up. Screen up. Yeah. Leave it up for a second. Seconds. I'm <laughs> sorry. 
It's amazing. It's like you're there, man. It's crazy. <laughs> Got a lot of people uh, texting, you know, typing in, you know, how much they're loving it. Uh, how about this one? How about this one? Um, Imagine you're you got your popcorn, you're at a movie theater, you're kind of darkened, you're trying to sneak to your seat, okay? Here we Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Hey! Hey, I'm sorry, mister. I mean, lady. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. You get that stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey, man, what are you guys? Hey, you guys behind us, can you guys cool it, man? Hey, dude. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you're not supposed to do that in here, man. It's awesome. <laughs> I don't know what that last noise was. Yeah. <laughs> Just go with it. <laughs> um, this would be good for the next one. Actually, I'll lead in. Um, not maybe not many people know, but you provided a lot of <clears throat> amazing sounds for this classic movie, Gremlins, here. Yes. Uh, Y'all remember the mean, nasty butthole gremlin with the Bobby Brown haircut before Bobby met Whitney? Yeah. <laughs> I was one of the gremlins. That now um, there were a bunch of different stripes because you know when, when when he threw a stripe in that in that pool, yeah, and there ended up being uh, like four or five, six, seven hundred of them. I was I think I was like stripe number two or three because I was the one that went. Oh man! And I'll, also my scene is. Unbelievable! So that's uh, so that was that was me. Yeah. How do you get like a uh, someone just no, that was it was weird. It was a weird day because we weren't allowed to see anything. We had to sign paperwork. I had to sign a non-disclosure agreement with with liquidated damages. You couldn't wow. even talk about it, man. Serious, because uh, Mr. Spielberg was right. Because every time he put something out, people would do knockoffs and they would steal stuff and they would they, oh. they would do they would they would they would do really really you know they would do like really bargain basement versions of what he was doing. So he yeah. he, he knew that he, he couldn't like until the day of release, no one could talk about it because. Because remember, remember from uh, in the Gremlins period, there was Space Invaders, batteries not included. There was there oh, was right, yeah. How many different? And then what was the Space Invaders where where, where one alien sounded like Jack Nicholson? Go figure that. Figure, yeah. Go figure that one out. And then yeah. um, all the different knockoffs. There were critters. There was batteries not included. There was yeah. all. There was so many different things that he just said, uh, uh-uh, no, no more. Yeah. And I don't blame him either. But it was fun being straight. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I, Lend yourself to that. I got. Uh, let's go back into the games here. People are enjoying this. Uh, I'll just pop. Uh, these are a little more uh, character based. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. I find your lack of a faith. I find your lack of a sense of humor disturbing. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry I messed with y'all, man. Look at me. I'll hook you up, man. Come on, man. Let's go tonight. Come on, man. Let's go tonight, yo. Let's miss that, yo. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even though this is a Western, I shoot them all in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have to shoot that fly with a with a peacemaker? Yeah.
have uh, something new besides uh, monster mash for halloween here <laughs> why not uh oh we're still going with it here we go you ready okay <laughs> are you serious yeah you wouldn't really, really want to go anywhere this, huh all right yeah. okay fine okay. fine My little friend. Hello, my little friend. Hello, my little friend. What a piece of me! What a piece of me! Hello, my little friend. Hello, my little friend. Hello, my little friend. Tony! Tony! Look out! Look out, Tony! Hello, my little friend. Oh, yeah! You want to push me? That's amazing. How about this guy? Oh, we're gonna do we're gonna do some gonna do some Chris Tucker. Ruby Rod, huh? Yeah. No, Ruby Rod, no Ruby Rod, okay. Let's see. <laughs> Amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask me to do Bruce Willis's ball here because I ain't got no ball here song. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe going undercover as a stick field or something. Yeah. Uh, I think we got a couple more that people emailed in here. Uh, this one people won. Uh, a predator. Yeah, predator. A little reference. Earlier. I think I got it. Here we go. Yep. Ready? Ready? Yeah. <sighs> 
Ugly mother! Wow. And of course, Danny, I, um, Danny Glover used it in, in, in the uh, in the uh, in the um, the one after that. Yes, yes. Oh, I love that whole franchise. And, and even, even Danny Glover said, "Damn, you won ugly." <laughs> and of course, it goes. It didn't like it. <laughs> didn't like that very much. Not much. Not much at all. Uh, we're gonna go into this next uh, segment. Uh, one of the all-time greatest movies. That's Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Love, love your performance. Spaceballs with Mal Brooks. <laughs> well, man, what I wouldn't give to be in another, to be in another Spaceballs. What, what I wouldn't give to be in another Mel Brooks anything, to be quite honest yeah. with you. What was um, he like working with him? Great guy. Um, I was only scheduled to be on there one day. Two days at the most. I was scheduled for two, two and a half days. And I was there two and a half weeks because he kept everybody around. Because because he kept changing things, he kept making alterations, and oh, when the studio kept telling him you were four pages behind, he would take four pages out of the script and tear it up and throw it at the writer, or, or whatever studio exec okay. they sent down. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. Mr. Brooks, can you tell you you're you're four pages behind? Fine. Here, get out. We'll make it up. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, but um, he was he was great. Uh, he took care of. Everybody, you should see the stuff on the cutting room floor. Wow, really? Some good wow. stuff. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. man. Um, but he, but he was one of the one of the nicest people I ever worked with, and he made me he made me think. He made me. It's like it's like going to graduate school and having and having a uh, uh, John Houseman from Paper Chase waiting on you, Mister Hot. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like that because you y'all y'all had to be good because you, you wouldn't be on that side unless you, unless you had achieved some level of some kind of a, of achievement. So being there at all, yeah, you, you better be good. And Rick Moranis was there, and um, I oh, believe that's I believe that uh, he was helping him co-direct it at that time. So Rick really? got his, his GA wow. certification off of Spaceballs. So so the, they, they, wow. they they worked together on a lot of they, they they you know they kept us together a lot. You know they talked about a lot of stuff what they were going to do. So I got it. I understood. I, my ears and eyes were open. You know, I, I'm being a Russian diplomat. Eyes, ear, yeah. eyes open, ears open, mouth shut. <laughs> and listen. So I did. And it was one of the best things ever. And I want to show you one thing. Go I, for it. Yeah. I keep, I keep one around. Oh, no way. I, wow. I, I actually do keep a, keep a space ball. That's, that's awesome. It's, man. Actually, it's actually a bell helmet in the, on the inside. It's actually a bell helmet. It's, 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 oh, uh, really? Actually usable. Mm, here's the uh, here's the uh, here's the microphone. <laughs> uh, I, I just don't ride anymore. I don't I don't ride bikes anymore. I don't I don't yeah. do I don't do a uh, motorcycles no more. I'm done. Those those days, that ship has sailed. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. I do. Uh, bringing that up, there is a request. Uh, uh, first of all, how many takes did you have to do on just different ideas for the sounds and stuff like that, or um, you know, how it's uh, I'm way past, uh, you know, on, on the internet it says man to ten thousand. So we're we're into the hundreds of thousands now. Oh, uh, we're way past because just one video game—that's three thousand different different incantations of a sound. I mean, you know, because you're differently. It's it could easily be three thousand sounds because when you're doing a video game, you have to do the layers, the layers, the layers, the layers, then the levels, yeah. the levels, the layers, the levels, the layers, the levels, the layers, the levels, and then the background tracks and the feet and the men yelling and and the weapons and the boots and the and then, and then they have the music and then you have the different takes of different people yelling different things. So it can easily become three thousand sounds in, inside of one video game. Well, just like uh, like Wizard, Wizard Ops was Wizard Ops, yes. That that could easily be three thousand sounds or more. Easy, 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 without even trying. So imagine what wow. the more the more elaborate games are like. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, that just sounds like so much. Um, there was a request if if you would humor us uh, to just get a little bit from from Spaceballs, a little bit of this, a little bit of this scene here, if you if you could. <laughs> Woo, 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 
That's all I can say. Are, are we cable? Are we broadcast or cable? You're broadcast. Are we allowed to say are we allowed to say words like that? Yeah, you can say whatever you like here. Oh, I didn't know that. Because yeah, you're you, you, usually, you, you, you know, the, the, the preset in your, the default setting in your mind is uh, rigged for television. Rig for, always, always be rigged for broadcast. You're right. Always. Always. It, well, it's smart. Yeah. Otherwise, you do something that gets cut out or something like that or something. Insane. Like I, I noticed nobody ever interviewed uh, Janet Jackson's right breast. You're right. Okay. No, the yeah. left one. The left one is always the mad because the right one got all the, got all the publicity on the left. Yeah, Man. Like, it's like watching Kylie Jenner's toes argue with each other. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you heard about how she got mad because people picked on her toe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So what did I do? I took a picture of the toe and I put I put little eyes on it. <laughs> and I had, a, I had it going. I'm a Kylie toe. I'm a Kylie toe. I'm a Kylie toe. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> she, I hope she didn't see that. She yeah, right. yeah, she wasn't digging it. Stop on my toe. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I just wanna... love that. I love that. But see, I, if anybody wants me to do music for video games, I'm your guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot more fun than racist Mario. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got that. Bad, bad man. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's uh, uh yeah, that's why I wanted to get you on the show. I just thought I've always followed you. Lo love what you do. You got uh, the stand up's amazing. You guys actually, if you check this out, uh, Jimmy JJ Walker, Michael Winslow, we are still here. Uh, it's, uh, we are. <laughs> we, we, are. <laughs> yeah, we are. And, and we were going to take it on tour. We were going to we were going to tour it, and then this all this happened. And so we'll we'll, we'll so try good. again. I watched it. It was so good. <clears throat> I was going to do a Guinness Book Challenge and. Now I got to wait till next year. I was going to do it was a Guinness Book of World Records for stand up. And that really? would have been it for me. I, I would have retired this year, but I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay a couple more years and do a few more things. But I was going to do uh, all 50 states in less than 50 days. Wow, man. Can do. That's can do because uh, thanks to Morgan Preston, comedian who's done it before, we, we can do that. So we're going to. But um, but uh, there will be more. There will be more shows. I will do more specials. I'm gonna put uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put music music things out. Uh, Noisecast is coming back. I'm bringing back awesome. Noisecast. Okay. Um, and if folks want to just keep up with stuff, uh, please support us. Just just come to Michael Winslow TV on YouTube and watch the reaction videos, and just go to MichaelWinslowStore.com yeah. and support us. Just come to MichaelWinslowStore.com and support us. And I even have a, a coffee cup with space balls on it. Yeah, you do. I have a coffee ball. I have a coffee ball mug. I'll pop that up for you guys to see. Definitely check them. Check and, uh, and it's weird. Right. And I, I have fanny packs with with, with noises on them and uh, telephone cases and and hoodies. I've never done a hoodie before. Never thought I'd ever wear a hoodie in my life. But yeah. but now I got a I got a I got a um, Kung Fu Jones. You know. Thing oh, it's amazing. That's amazing. And, 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 and balls of space things. Yeah. Just 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 come come have some fun because yeah, our job is to help everyone forget about the rent for an hour. I love that. I love that. That's, That's what we a shirt do. right there. <laughs> there will be a lot more. There'll be a lot yeah, more to come. A lot more to come. And check him out. He's always putting something up to entertain you guys. This is a, especially everybody's getting kind of tired. Their their TV shows at this point. There's nothing new coming out. Yeah. So he's he's you know pumping out the entertainment. Well, I got a, I got a, I got a weird sense of humor, so I'm always going to put this stuff out. Sorry. <laughs> Get ready. I got a screen. I got a. I'm sorry. My sense of humor is so weird. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show. Very, very welcome. Thanks for having me, man. Hope to see you again soon. You got it. All right, I'm going to sign off for everybody here. Till the next one. Thanks for listening, everyone. Hope you all enjoyed the show. For more great interviews and content, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Legends and Master Show. Also, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Be sure to go to our website, www.legendsandmastershow.com, and join our email list for all coming shows, events, and articles. See you on the next one.